Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. It's time to roll your sleeves up and get your hands dirty with Friends of the Earth. Dirt Radio. Yo, good morning, and that is where you are. Dirt Radio, John with you this morning. Thanks to Yarrabug, another good show. And we are Friends of the Earth from Melbourne. Check us out at uh, au. Environment organizations provide a crucial counterbalance to the views of business lobby groups, a role that is ultimately enriching our democracy. Stripping environmental organizations of tax-deductible status would drastically reduce their income and thus their ability to engage in public debate. Those are the words of David Harper. He's a QC and a former Supreme Court judge. He goes on to say, without effective environmental advocacy, some of Australia's greatest national assets might never be protected. With some considerable prodding by the fossil fuel lobby, the current government under Tony Abbott's reign set up a parliamentary inquiry into whether green groups should be able to claim charitable status if they participate in advocacy and activism. The inquiry has been traveling around the country, listening to presentations, and today they're holding a session in Melbourne, and it's going on right now in some dark corner of state parliament on Spring Street. Cam Walker is the campaign coordinator for Friends of the Earth in Melbourne, and he's been called to make a presentation, which is probably happening just about now. To put the inquiry into context and to explain what impact it could have on groups like Friends of the Earth, I spoke to Cam Walker last week, and I began by asking about why the inquiry was set up in the first place. By way of a recap, many listeners will be aware that this federal government has a fiercely anti-environment agenda, whether it's renewables, whether it's support for coal, whether it's devolving powers for approvals of coal mines back to the states and so on. It's a federal government that is very anti-environment. And unfortunately, it's not very happy with how effective the environment movement has been. And it's doing various things. It's, uh, for instance, cut all the money to the Environment Defender's Office. It's cut a thing called the Grants to Voluntary Environment Organisations Program, which has been going since the 1970s. It's currently uh, attempting to reduce the power of environment groups and community members to challenge through the legal system um, the approvals process for large mega projects doing a range of things and one of them is this current House of Representative inquiry into the tax status of environmental organisations. Now uh, in the context, without the context of a right-wing anti-environment government, you'd say, oh, well, fair enough, let's have, you know, it's always good to have oversight of 
tax deductibility and how groups are managed. Um, I think it's fairly telling that there's no similar inquiry into the tax benefits that are received by the mining sector, or the fossil fuel sector, or even right-wing think tanks like the Institute of Public Affairs. We're having an inquiry just into green groups. There's about 600 groups which are listed on the register of environmental organisations. Friends of the Earth is one of them. Pretty much any environmental group that you'd know is likely uh, to be listed on there. And there's a review of our tax status and whether we should remain on the register of environmental organisations. And the inquiry itself has been travelling around various cities. It's gone to Brisbane, it's gone to Sydney, Canberra, possibly a few other places. Have you been tracking what's been talked about in the inquiry? Uh, and the green groups have been, uh, you know, paying attention each time. Many of the groups have already appeared. Um, there has been, we would say, some leading questioning. One of the committee members uh, in particular is George Christensen from North Queensland. Uh, he's a coalition MP. Uh, he's on the public record as calling environmentalists, quote, terrorists and, quote, gutless green grubs. So you can imagine he's not entirely a fan of the environment movement. After one of the hearings, he actually put a tweet out saying, once this is over, these groups won't be able to get donations. So he's already given the impression that um, you know, he uh, knew how it would end, which is very disappointing. To the credit um, of the chair uh, of the inquiry, he was actually reined in and made to apologise for that statement, but it does make us nervous. Um, we note that there are a number of ALP people on the committee and the Shadow Attorney-General, Mark Dreyfus, has even said uh, that the review is, quote, an ideological attack by the government on political advocacy. And in the hearings to date, there has been quite a push from the coalition to suggest that groups should not do advocacy, they should not do court cases, they should not do political campaigning, they should only do practical hands-on ecological restoration. And that's really worrying because, of course... Uh, practical hand-on restoration, planting trees, removing weeds is necessary and important work, but it won't save the Great Barrier Reef and it won't turn around uh, the situation in Australia on climate change and it wouldn't have saved the Franklin River in Tasmania and it wouldn't have stopped whaling in Australian waters. So it's very worrying that it appears that the committee is steering towards pushing groups into a situation where if they want to continue to maintain their tax status, that they uh, focus more strongly on restoration work instead of advocacy activity. Do you think uh, all the members of the committee are, uh, you mentioned Mark Dreyfus, but are, are the other members of the committee equally committed to this sort of eco-terrorist perspective? No, I think George Christensen is a real standout there in terms of his hostility to the environment movement. I think it's fair to say that the chair who's a, a coalition MP from Western Sydney, has been very fair. He's, he's, he's pushed really hard questions and he's, he's very concerned about what he sees as green groups doing, quote, illegal activities, that is, protest activity. But he has been a fair chair. There's a couple of moderate coalition MPs. So, um, you know, we really don't know how this will play out, of course, and there are a, a number of uh, ALP members as well. It's a House of Representatives committee, so there's no senators in there, so there's no uh, minor parties, it is just mm. the two uh, main parties, uh, but we will know by December when the draft report is expected. And the inquiry is coming to Melbourne on Monday, which is, uh, I'm talking to you on, on Thursday, but on Monday, and Friends of the Earth is presenting. Can you tell us a little bit about what you will be talking about? 
Well, we'll uh, have a chance to make introductory comments as you do at these hearings and so we'll be highlighting a the need for advocacy the fact that advocacy is what's actually created most of the national parks and most of the environmental protections that do actually exist in Australia and are enjoyed by Australians and we'll highlight the the work that we do the effective work we will do and then we'll probably have about 50 minutes of being grilled by George Christensen and others and at that point we'll just be uh, responding to the questions that come up from the committee. Just uh, for for those people uh, and and myself who haven't really been to these kinds of things, how does it actually work? Uh, do, do you are you called? Is the committee sit around a table and each each organisation is called to uh, make a presentation? Yes. So there's a schedule. We're on mid morning. Um, I think the Australian Conservation Foundation is appearing. I think Environment Victoria is appearing. Gene Ethics Network, I believe, Green in Australia. Each of you is allocated a time slot. Most are getting half an hour. We're getting an hour, which is a little bit nerve-wracking, and that's just because uh, the coal industry in particular has criticised us in their submissions, so there's no doubt we will get a grilling there. Um, and it is, it's a bit like going for a job interview. You sit on one side and the committee sits on the other side and they basically ask you a series of questions. So Friends of the Earth has been allocated at one hour and that's because we feature very prominently amongst the submissions from the fossil fuel industry. Um, it's quite clear there are some groups that are very deeply unpopular uh, with this committee. Uh, no, sorry, that are deeply unpopular with the fossil fuel industry. Um, it's interesting that the vast majority of submissions, there were more than 700 submissions to the inquiry. The absolute vast majority were in support of the activity of environmental groups, but there was literally a handful, I believe, less than 40 submissions that were, in effect, anti-environment, and uh, the fossil fuel industry featured very strongly in these. Very interesting. Now, there's been a huge political development in the last week. The Abbott government, well, Abbott himself, has been dumped, replaced by Malcolm Turnbull, what do you think the implications of that might be for the inquiry and more broadly for environment groups, the 600 that you've mentioned already? It's a little bit early to tell. Um, there's actually a new, new chair of the committee and he, uh, we, we actually, he's a Nationals MP. We actually don't know how he will be. Uh, we probably won't know until Monday. Um, we would expect that this campaign, which was prosecuted by a number of coalition MPs, align themselves with Tony Abbott in the final on the day of the leadership spill. We don't know if that will therefore kind of drop down the agenda a little bit. Uh, it's hard to imagine that Malcolm Turnbull has the same ideological disposition towards the environment movement that Tony Abbott did. So you would have to hope that uh, there would be uh, an easing of the war against environmental groups. But really, we don't know. The, the committee is ongoing. They're doing a lot of hearings. We, we, it's too early uh, to get a sense of what they might recommend. So we have to remain vigilant. We have to remain uh, quite active, uh, which is one of the reasons why we are calling the rally for lunchtime on Monday outside the hearings. Yes. We need to continue to demonstrate that the vast majority of Australians understand that the environment movement does good work, and the reason it does good work is it's able to get outcomes, and in this day and age, uh, with the power of fossil fuel companies and other corporations, it's advocacy and political activity that actually largely protects the environment. The advocacy of the coal lobby you're talking about, uh, they've just put together a, uh, what I gather is a a deeply flawed campaign about coal being the amazing rock 
is <laughs> I'm sure you've been following that as well. Yes, and if you think about it, what's interesting about that is that would have been funded by tax-deductible funds that were given to the Minerals Council lobby group because if you're a mining company and you pay your very large membership fee to the MCA who have then put out um, this campaign, uh, you can claim tax deductibility on that. So it kind of begs the question, why should the Australian community be paying for a PR campaign like that, which is trying to make coal look like a, quote, amazing rock, uh, when the ability of green groups to also uh, offer tax deductibility status for donations from the community might actually lose that opportunity. Um, we would argue that with the limited resources we have at present, the movement is fighting a David and Goliath struggle with the coal and the gas industries uh, and the energy producers, and it's very unfair because of the difference in the resources that are available. But if you take away the lifeblood of the movement, which is those tax-deductible donations, then it becomes even more difficult for the movement to fight effectively to protect the environment. I think that's very well said, and uh, I, I hope you can say those sorts of things on Monday as well. Let me just end finally with the outcome of the inquiry. What would you say would be the best-case scenario, and what would be the worst-case scenario? The best-case scenario would be just to have the status quo. On the first day of the hearings, the Federal Environment Department and the Australian Charities and Not-for-Profit Commission, so they're the two entities that actually govern our sector in terms of how we manage our donations, basically said that the current system works um, and there are no systemic problems with environmental groups. So we would say, if it isn't broken, then don't try and fix it. Let's just keep the status quo as it is. The worst case scenario would be limits on groups to do advocacy. And some in the coalition government are talking around the so-called Canadian model where um, environmental groups are absolutely limited in their ability to do advocacy and that has already not been a good thing for the natural environment in Canada. It's been in place for a couple of years now. So that uh, a similar model to the Canadian model would be absolutely um, devastating for the environment because it would limit our ability as a movement and as individual groups to advocate effectively to protect the natural environment. That was Cam Walker, and he's the campaigns coordinator for Friends of the Earth in Melbourne. He's making a presentation to the inquiry into tax-deductible status of environment groups, which is on right now at Spring Street in, um, in the Parliament building. Friends of the Earth has been specifically named as one of the organizations that should lose its tax-deductible status. Just to let you know how neutral this inquiry is, one of the committee members one George Christensen described environmental activists as eco-terrorists and saboteurs. I suspect that such language and the fact that the inquiry was set up in the first place is because, as Cam said, the environment movement is actually having an impact. You're with Dirt Radio, and we'll be back. This is David Rovix, and you are tuned to 3CR, 8.55 a.m., Melbourne, Australia. Step three is finding there's a tactic when everyone believes it could be true. That if all the people work collectively, there just might be something we can do, and everything can change. There's a rally on right now on the steps of Parliament it's called Defend the Defenders, and it's a rally to show support and solidarity for environment groups 
who have come under attack by particularly the fossil fuel industry and even more particularly, I think, the coal industry. The main part of the rally starts at 12.30 today. And if you can get down there, it's really important to show support. Um, This inquiry is very dangerous, I think. And we have Lee Eubank, who is the coordinator of the Yes to Renewables campaign, an affiliate of Friends of the Earth. He's online. He's down there right now. And Lee, good morning. Good day, John. Thanks for having me. That's fine, Lee. How's it going down there and what's been happening? Yeah, look, um, you know, I've just been sitting in the um, House of Representatives committee hearing this morning, actually, and we've sit, we've heard really strong testimony from the CEO of Environment Victoria, Mark Wakeham. So, yeah, Mark was really, you know, raising some interesting points. Why is this a um, an inquiry that's focused so narrowly on environment groups rather than an investigation into the broader not-for-profit and charity sector? And uh, what? Wh- who is um, after Environment Victoria? Who's coming up? Yes, so we've also heard from a a um, pro forestry um, advocate, and um, you know the commentary that that I um, observed, there wasn't really any reference to peer reviewed studies or or the science of you know what's going on or what or what's at stake environmentally in forests, but. You know, it was once again um, a case where we're seeing an industry putting its own commercial interests above the public interest and the environmental interest. Lee, just explain what uh, what it looks like when you're down there. Is it is it a big table and and the committee members sit on one side and you on the other? Yeah, sure is. It's um, it's very formal. So the, it's in the old uh, Victorian Parliament Building um, on Spring Street in Melbourne. And we've got yeah, a table with the um, federal parliamentarians and then there will be a, a key witness that is sitting before them and there's a public gallery. So because the community um, so strongly supports the environment groups that are fronting the community, committee today, the gallery is packed full of people. Um, you know, there are hundreds of tweets going out every minute. Um, and actually, you know, this inquiry is trending in Melbourne now. So wow. there are a lot of years um, listening to what the, what the committee, um, you know, how the committee is operating and what the environmental defenders have to say about their work. I think uh, I, I read somewhere I saw something that you can actually watch it live. I think it's being broadcast as well online. Yeah, look, if, if you can't watch it live, you'll certainly be able to tune in and listen to it. So there is an online stream um, if you go to the, the Australian Parliament House website, generally they will they'll kind of make it fairly easy to find. I'm, I'm trying to get a picture of uh, of the committee itself. How many members are there there today? And is our Bete Noir George Christensen there? Yes, uh, Mr. Christensen is here, and there are probably about eight or nine um, committee members and various other secretaries and whatnot. Um, you know, here today. Um, but yeah, the public gallery is really something special. You know, it's when, um, you know, when the environment groups are under attack, there's a lot of unity. Um, the gallery is full of people that, that really do support the work that we do. And, um, you know, we're, we're looking forward to seeing more of our friends arrive at the parliament for the midday rally. 
Yes, and tell us a little bit about that. Sure. Well, um, you know, as we know, this is somewhat of a, a witch hunt. Um, it's it's not necessarily uh, an independent um, and, and uh, impartial investigation into the work of environment groups. Um, and to really um, show just how strong the community support is for our work, you know, where we've called a rally, so we're expecting hundreds of people um, to take lunch off and come up, come up to the Parliament steps and hear, hear from our view, you know, what's going on and what's at stake. So, you know, it is possible that this committee will make recommendations that will curtail our advocacy and, you know, groups such as Friends of the Earth, if it wasn't for our advocacy, you know, there would be a nuclear power plant on French Island. Um, you know, whaling in Australia would still be occurring. You know, we've got 40 years of amazing achievements. And, you know, without that um, ability to do advocacy and without the ability to um, get enough funding to keep on going, you know, all of those amazing achievements are at risk. And I think your campaign, Yester Renewables, is part of that as well, because I think you've been promoting, hugely promoting the advantages of renewable energy, particularly wind power. But uh, look, I think what you've said are very wise words, and uh, I think it's really, really important for people, if they can, please get down there. If you can't do that, get online and uh, and have a look and uh, do all kinds of stuff on social media if you can. I think you leave said exactly what we needs to be said. There's a huge groundswell of support for um, the environment movement. I think yesterday's rally for the Gasfields Free Victoria campaign, which uh, I think I saw you at as well, I was there, um, is, is evidence that it's so important for us to keep going. Yeah, sure is, John. And look, Absolutely. Yeah, thanks very much for uh, spending a bit of time with Dirt Radio this morning and get back in there and see what else is happening. And uh, I'll be down there later on as well. So I'll speak to you then. Will do. Thanks a lot, John. Okay, all the best. See you, bye. And that was Lee Eubank from Yester Renewables. And he's down at the inquiry right now. It's at State Parliament. And the rally starts at 12.30, goes to 1.30. Please, if you've got time... Um, Get down there, even for a few minutes, would be very useful. Lots of people will be coming out of the inquiry, and it would be great to see your smiling faces and your support. So get on down there.